Well, thanks, John, for going through your experiences with p You've informed us that you're um, or you have submitted an employment tribunal claim. Can you talk about the claim for us, please? Yes. Yeah, so I will be claiming unfair dismissal um, from my employment at uh, P&O Ferries. And further to that as well, I claim that I was treated less favourably because of my race. That'd be contrary to Section 13 of the Equality Act. And also I claim that the, the dismissal was harassing. Uh, it did violate my dignity and it did create an intimidating, hostile and degrading and offensive environment for myself. And I'm also seeking punitive damages uh, to the tune of £76 million. John, what can you imagine what the answer to this is? But what would you say if they offered you reinstatement? With, the, with Mr Hebblethwaite and the board still in place, absolutely not. No confidence in their leadership. You know, let's not forget this was a man who was asked if he, if he was aware of the new safety risk assessment for the new crewing model had been signed off. When he was asked that by a parliamentarian on the 24th of March, he couldn't answer the question. I've got no confidence in his, in his leadership whatsoever. I suspected that was the answer, but I was just interested to know y- your feelings on that. Have, have they offered anyone else reinstatement, do we know, or, is, is, or do you know, John, or has that not been on the table at no, all? They, very few people. So it's uh, captains, senior chief engineers, and senior onboard services managers. They've offered... Um, employment with the with an agency some have accepted yeah. some haven't and I believe that they are hiring trainers to train members of the onboard services department via an agency too they've looked at former employees for that and how do you feel personally about getting on the stand in the good. setting of a tribunal yeah good good yeah right on my side I can speak truth to power and it's some, yeah. something that I've always been prepared to do you know this is an in form of intimidation and bullying and I've never accepted that of you know a colleague or someone in my team or someone above me I'm certainly not going to accept it from those people up at the office that have you know that have planned aided and abetted this grotesque misadventure no, it, it cannot be allowed to stand because if if PO get away with this this could be a bellwether for the entire corporate landscape in the UK I'm assuming you've got no listing dates yet John you've got no dates when it's going to take place because I know the tribunal system is pretty chocker at the minute and the, the listing tribunals in some scenarios kind of three years down the line have you, have you got any dates yet or are you earlier on than that no we're realistically looking at next year okay just to get it in you know to the tribunal at first and then go from there but yeah that's realistically next year at some point John just to kind of clarify then one last point around your claim so it's unfair dismissal race discrimination harassment claim and the punitive damages what's the punitive damages angle of it so they so they sought to um achieve a profit by acting uh reprehensibly wrong uh wrongfully and morally bankrupt and admittedly in an unlawful manner so the first part of that would be it committed a deliberate tort or torts it did so maliciously and oppressively without remorse it knew it was breaking the law but did so in a way and would do it again um it deliberately did not decide to consult uh it deliberately Deliberately sought to make a profit by le- uh, leveling down beneath UK employment law protections. It calculated that even if it was forced to pay out enhanced loss of employment compensation, said to be about £36.5 million, it still achieved a, over £100 million profit margin in the medium to long term. Uh, it lied about who took the dismiss- dismissal decision and why. Just to touch on that, Mr Hebblethwaite told two MPs, Roger Gale and Natalie Elphick, 
over the telephone on the 17th of March that the order for this came from the very top in Dubai. They mentioned that in Parliament the following Monday, and that's recorded on Hansard. On the Thursday, Mr Hebblethwaite at the Select Committee said, no, this was my decision along with the board of P&O Ferries. So, you know, which which version of his events is true? Uh, I believe it acted in a quasi-criminal manner and it brought the private sector in, into disrepute by its industrial vandalism. And it's destroyed 800 lives and that of their families. It's also exploited the fact that the seafarers were being dismissed in an employer's market in which further to the covid fueled recession and the high cost of living, employees were particularly vulnerable at that time and therefore more likely to sign away their rights, including their freedom of oppression to oppose unlawful conduct by you know these corporate tyrants. HR Unpacked is sponsored by Peninsula providers of professional services to small businesses across the UK. Their services go beyond employment law and HR to cover health and safety management, insurance, employee well-being, and much more besides. Peninsula service is always provided by a hand-picked team of experts so you can be sure you're getting the best, all of which means more peace of mind for you and more time for you to concentrate on what you do best, growing your business. Established and headquartered right here in Manchester, they now provide services to small businesses in Ireland, Australia, New Zealand and Canada, meaning that more people than ever are protected by Peninsula.